Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Welcome back to the program, California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. We turn now to Monrovia Unified, one of our favorite places, with a bit of breaking news. Brad Oaks Elementary School, which will celebrate its 61st anniversary next month, has undergone a transformation. The school is now the Brad Oaks Elementary Science Academy. And the focus in tech comes as a result of, uh, in part, of an outreach campaign where many parents listed SCAM as the primary field of study they wanted their kids to concentrate on. And here with us this morning is Brad Oaks Principal Jane Nichols. Welcome to the California School News Radio to you, Jane. Thank you. Good morning. It's a pleasure being with you today. That's an absolute honor to have you on the program. Uh, finally, we've been looking forward to this for, for weeks now. Uh, Jane, this is more than just a rebranding of the school. There's a lot that goes on with this. There's resources, there's professional development, community involvement. How did all this happen? Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. This process has been about a year and a half, two years now in, in the making. When we Someone asked me why, why science, why STEM, and we came down to the decision that's what we're passionate about. It's what we see as the future. We're preparing students for jobs we don't even know about yet, and it all, we believe, has to tie in with some science of some sort, and so that's why we chose science, and that's where we're going. So I asked my staff what are their interest in and first steps, and it's always taking a breath and looking at it. So this year is, is um, exploration and getting into it, and we've added a lot of activities to do it while we're trying to dig deep into the curriculum. Right, and 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 then and the community involvement, the parent involvement is is always paramount in 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 situations like these. But I had the pleasure of coming out to Brad Oaks uh, last month to attend yes. a Super Science Day. I was there, and yes. boy, it was packed. I mean, there were it was the middle of the afternoon. Of parents all over the place. They're, they're with their kids. Everybody's doing experiments. The parents are doing experiments. Everybody's chipping in. Uh, was that your first Super Science Day? So this year we offer two Super Science Days, and you were, were fortunate to attend our second one. And we had one back in no, late November, and then we had one last month. Um, and both were well attended. The last one that you were at, Kevin, um, even better attended. Um, so the purpose of this is we wanted to invite and just be transparent to our, our, our parents. Say, we're serious about science. Come in and and be part of a science lesson with our students. Be, do part of the hands-on activities. Do the learning. Do the exploration piece. And so that's what we did. Um, the teachers um, taught what they were teaching at that moment in that, in that week or two weeks of science and invited um, parents and family members in. It was during the last half hour or 45 minutes, depending on the grade level of the day, and parents took off work early or juggled their schedule to where they could come in and participate and, and do the science with their, their kids. It was so much fun. 
It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I wandered around a classroom to classroom. Uh, what stuck at me was it was one of the older grades, and what they did is the, it's a teacher had all of the, these items that were found in, I'm not sure what animal, but in the belly of an animal, all these horrible things oh, that yeah. had been eaten. Yes, and, and, and the assignment was the kids uh, were supposed to make some type of art out of the recyclable materials the recycling, or, or yeah. something along those lines. It was very fascinating, and uh, the, the teachers were friendly, and the, and the kids were showing me their their, their projects. Uh, and that, that's not that's not stuff. And Drew, you back me up on this. This is not uh, uh, things that I've necessarily learned when I was in school <laughs> studying I science. Um, yeah, no, we were uh, doing the two tin cans and a string routine when we were in school, and that was our <laughs> science. Right. And um, yeah. you know, well, I, this is I, true. That, this is Drew uh, Drain. This is Drew Slosberg, my co-host. Go ahead, Drew. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, congratulations! What a great accomplishment! A lot of hard work uh, that got you where you are there. Uh, you know, Jane, have you always had a passion for science yourself? That is a very interesting question, and I have to be honest with you. And the answer would be no. Um, <laughs> it's like, and I don't mean this in a negative way. It's like infectious. I mean, once you get the science bug, so to speak. Um, it is amazing, and of course, then you guys are walking, you know, twenty four seven, you know, at your school. Is that of course science is all around us, no matter what we're doing, whether it's That's this right. radio show we're doing right now, or all the things that you do every single two seconds, and then it's just wonderful to watch those uh, eyeballs light up when they say, "I didn't realize this was science." That that is very very <laughs> you know cool in yeah. that area. Um, are the schools that uh, you feed into okay? Are they also focused on science? Yes, they all, both of them, we feed into two middle schools right. here in Monrovia, and they both um, have a science component that they're focused on. Both have strong robotics program, the coding piece, and um, they're developing a strong, and, and a, 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 how do I say it? They're developing a stronger science program that feeds into then the MASA program or the science program up at the high school. So sec at the secondary level, there has been a really strong emphasis in science, and, and so we're picking up the baton down here in elementary so we can start feeding um, kids who are more prepared for science as they get in further in their Monrovia education. Right, which is an absolute true pathway, mm -hmm. you know, Kate. K-12, of course, and then mm -hmm. going to community college and four-year school or the world of work. So I think that's uh, that's so spot on. It. How many of uh, practitioners do you come in and chat with the kids, people who are actually working in the fields of science? Oh, we want to develop that more, and that's one of our future goals. We yeah. do have parents in our in our um, community that are scientists. They teach science. They, they have different aspects of the science. You know, City of Hope is right down the street. Right. Um, so we do have that. We're tapping into it. So not as much as we want, but we do have a, a good share for our first year as going into the sciences. We do have a good representation. But that is one of our goals. Right. And obviously what comes with it, and it's so spot on as I see the notes here, you know, absolutely being laser beamed on have a, a culture of, of inquiry is just so mm -hmm. important. It's always been important, you know. Yes. But it is even more critical now as – as you mentioned here, the jobs that are here in 2020 with these uh, with some third graders will be uh, maybe not available or not even there. Mm -hmm. They've morphed into something maybe even six years down the road. Right, most definitely. So we have to de develop and st start those skills that support that, where it's critical thinking, working collaboratively, um, developing that inquiry that, that, um, and nurturing it, right? Students, uh, little ones, children, they, they are born curious. 
and we want to keep that curiosity going and and how do we ask those questions? How do we investigate our curiosities? That's what we want to support and, and grow in our community. Yeah, yeah, and then what goes hand-to-hand in that, and you guys know this better than anybody, is that when you have that ability to do this, um, it makes you just so versatile in no matter what field you want to walk into. Whether uh, I tried this for 10 years, I want to try something different. But mm-hmm. once you have that in your DNA, so to speak, and it just becomes rote to uh, be inquisitive, you're going to be so much more successful as this world changes almost like uh, by the minute. Right. And also, too, it's part of, part of it is, is having the ability or capacity to listen to each other. Right. That's part of that collaborative piece because as somebody is curious and they pose a question, it's like, let's consider that. It's not like, no, I don't like that idea. It's how do we work together and, and partner together to come up with a possible solution? Well, if you could ever bottle... You know, the skill set of listening, um, which is so different than hearing. I tell so people true. all the time, you heard me, but you weren't listening to me, you know. And there, there's a huge <laughs> difference between the two. Uh, then you should market that, and you'll do very well. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Oh, you guys, what were we talking about? I was yeah. listening. I was hearing it, but I wasn't listening. Right. No, uh, Jane, there's nothing, nothing that you talk about uh, kids getting excited and, and, and being curious. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything uh, more fun for a kid. You're going to bring a maker space uh, into yeah. the school. You're going to transform the computer lab into a maker space. And I don't know, Drew, if you're familiar with maker space, but that is just a, that, that is just a heaven-like mm-hmm. a, a place for kids that are interested in science. Most definitely. So our computer lab, um, let me back up a little bit. So we are one-to-one devices, Chromebooks or um, any other devices from grades two through five. So our poor little um, computer lab has not had much activity. So we decided as a staff to turn that into an innovation lab, a, a makerspace. So that's what we're doing. And so our, we've um, started our first step in that and cleaned it all out, got rid of the, the old computers and um, cleaned out the cabinets or make it into an area where kids can explore and, and dive into the inquiry, right? And all the while focused on the standards. And then I've asked the teachers, and they want to do it themselves, too. It's, it's, it's fun and exciting because the teachers are leading this as well. Um, it, it's, it's getting into our standards and tying it in and tapping into the curiosity and, and putting them together so the kids can explore and, and still learn what they're supposed to at each grade level. So our, our goal for the makerspace is to be a place of creativity and pose a problem or, or um, a situation um, to create things. Uh, for instance, we're having a design challenge tomorrow after school, and uh, we have probably about 40 students signed up, and what we're going to do is we're going to give them um, about a, a, so many uh, index cards, I think it's probably about 30 or 40, and then some dots, so stickers, and then we're going to ask them, the challenge is create the strongest, highest tower you can with only these two materials. And so just challenging the kids to work together to think through these things. How can we make a strong tower to, to hold whatever item we, we ask? And how high could it be? You know, so it's getting the kids to think, and they'll even put things in there that we won't even imagine. They can come up with some creative ways to, to solve that one, right? But that's Absolutely. what we want to see happen in the makerspace, those kind of challenges. Well, I'll tell you what's happening right now. We're talking with uh, Brad Oaks Elementary Science Academy Principal Jane Nichols. We're on California School News Radio. We have to uh, go to a break for a couple of minutes, but we will be uh, right back in the big program, Kevin and Drew. So just 
Hold tight, stay tuned. We will be right back after these messages. to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We're back on the program, California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew and our guest, Brad Oaks Elementary Science Academy Principal Jane Nichols. Welcome back to the program, Jane. Thank you. 
Yes, having a wonderful conversation. Uh, you're transforming into a, a science academy. We have a little bit less time this this uh, uh, segment, so I wanted okay. to quickly go into uh, a couple of things. Staff training is very important in in oh, these instances. Definitely. Yes, and so you you, uh, you have what you call a writer's workshop. So why don't you, can you explain to us uh, how the writer's workshop is is uh, uh, handled. <laughs> so yes, most definitely. So um, we have for the past two years we've been having um, a focus on balanced literacy, which um, and that part of it is the writers workshop. We've been working and partnering with Coatsin and this uh, other group that's called Momentum. And they've provided the training. So what I've asked the staff to the very first year, so last year, is to focus on mini lessons where they provide their lesson in a, sh- a less amount of time, and then the students do more of the work and the talking and the, the heavy lifting, if you will. And then this year, I've asked the teachers to focus on the conferencing because the writer's workshop, the teacher delivers a, a, about a 10-minute lesson and then turns over the kids. They work either alone or um, they can work together depending on the, the structure of the lesson, right? And then the teacher goes around and conferences with the students and talks to them and gives them, um, it's almost like a, a one-on-one or a consulting, if you will, with the kids if you put it in that in terms. So those skills right there, can transfer into any um, any subjects. The, what, um, where we are with new uh, next generation science standards, NGSS, it's not taught the way as we discussed earlier. The way we did science when we were kids, it's now more hands on. It's more of what I just said: a brief lesson and giving the kids time to explore and look into things and pose questions. Is the the teacher acting as a facilitator? Like, tell me more. What do you see? And why do you think that? Let's look back into the and get some evidence. Um, it's that part. And so the workshop model really fits into that really well. And what and when uh, the what are the kids reading when they're when they're assigned these pieces? What what are they reading? I, I'm assuming it's a step up from Scholastic Book Service, which is <laughs> what, what I read when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we're trying to um, with the new, new standards. Well, they're kind of old now, but it's it's getting the kids to read more informational text, and so that could be whatever lessons that they're tied into. Uh, so they're pulling out lessons uh, or books that are informational, fact based, and pulling out things like that. That's what they're reading. Um, we're talking, too, about how do we fit time in for science into our already busy day in elementary. Um, that's where we have to integrate what we do. So we're going to be using science literature or these articles, whatever we find, to support and do reading comprehension lessons or whatever the focus is on that is. So we're going to be integrating what we do with the writing. Writing should be across all subjects, so should reading. And so we're going to be learning more on how to do that most effectively. Absolutely, and uh, the most literate person I know is Drew Schlossberg. This, this is a person who oozes literacy. Well, I don't know about that, but you know, it's interesting because of the beauty of education that things come around, they leave, they come back, and all this, and doing a whole language approach, which makes sense. Um, heaven forbid we actually, you know, focus on those things, and uh, good for you for doing that, and I'm so glad to hear that there's a big uh, push, and I know there has been for a while now, on nonfiction uh, and informational mm-hmm. uh, text. Um, uh, we know there are just so many things that can be uh, drawn out of that. Let me ask you this. How much um, do you work with uh, the students on, let's say, you know, your oral communications? Uh, do they break into groups? Do they give many speeches on what they're learning in the classroom? Yes. To answer that, yes. The 
teachers give them a lot of opportunities. We believe in, you know, there's a hierarchy of, of audience, right? right? If the students ha- um, only do this for the teacher, there's not much investment. Right. If the teachers do it for, I mean, sorry, if students do it for their for their classroom, it's a little higher. If they go present to another classroom, it's even greater. So we try to give our students, and we're working on this, we have a, a ways to grow in this as a school, but we want to provide our students opportunities to have varying audiences, being able to go out and give purpose and meaning. Why am I working so hard on this project? Why am I doing all of this? Because, you know, Hopefully it's, it's something they're interested in, but the other piece, too, is who can I teach? Who can I show my work to? So that's where we bring in our community, and we're doing this, but we need – this is a part where um, we're going to be growing more and having a focus on how can we get the, our kids having different audiences so they can present more. Well, Kevin, why don't we have one of those uh, students come on our show and uh, oh chat goodness, about what they're learning? Awesome. What do you think? Uh, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, we, well, we have a couple minutes left. Let's go grab one right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, well, you know, I think probably the best thing to do would be wait uh, to, for the annual spring fair, which is another element that you're, you're hoping to bring to Brad Oaks. I would assume that you're probably preparing for this right now. We're yes. not yet to spring, but it's right around the corner. Yes, our science fair. So we've um, last couple of years we've done a little bit of science fair, but we really revamped it this year. Where we're bringing in, we want to bring in our um, secondary level, right? Our feeder schools and the high school, bring in the math, the the, ro- the the robotics teams. We're going to bring it in and make it a, a just a whole community event and have a little element of a design challenge in part of the areas. But the teachers have really, really. Um, I have a science committee, and they have put a a lot of time invested, a lot of energy into making this an amazing experience for the kids. Um, just, a, I think it was about two weeks ago, we had a meeting at the, in the evening for those who, um, for parents and students who are having a hard time picking their topic. What do you want to learn more about? They were able to come and meet with a, a parent, by the way, a parent who teaches science in another district. She volunteered to help my science team to go around and answer these questions. And it was the, there was a nice turnout for that, just parents and kids asking for help. How do I narrow down topics? I am so interested in so many things. What do I do? Um, and then we're going to do another evening when, um, just to provide help and assistance as kids prepare for the science fair um, probably in about a month. So in March, yeah, we'll do it in March. And um, it's just a wonderful opportunity to tie in our resources from the community and then celebrate in in mid-April what the kids have learned and want to present at the science fair. That sounds like it'll be a very exciting event, and they'll, of course they'll they'll have their literacy component, they'll have their public mm-hmm. speaking component. They're going to be absolutely one hundred percent ready, uh, and then we will be bringing the cameras and the microphones and putting them on the spot. And that might get Please a little do. nervous there. Yeah, <laughs> I would no, love to. No, I think love they would love it. Please oh come. yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, the kids are, today are so much comfortable behind the camera, uh, <laughs> a lot more than I ever was. Uh, well, you know, we just have a couple of minutes left. Thank you so much for, for coming on the program. Uh, Brad Oaks Elementary Science Academy Principal Jane Nichols. Uh, and, and, and I guess in the last couple of minutes, you mentioned this because uh, you have the, uh, the high schools and the, and the middle schools involved. And just a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, the, a couple of the Clifton uh, Middle School robotics kids oh, on. Yeah. And I know that they go to mentor. Is Clifton... Uh, is that one of the schools that comes over to, to talk 
to your kids? They will be, yes. Um, this, this part is new. We've worked a lot with the high school, but this year we've, um, made, we've been very purposeful in inviting our middle schools to come as well. So this was a new component, and I'm very excited about this. And, you know, the, the Clifton Robotics, um, they're just amazing and they're on fire. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's, so there's, I mean, there, for Brad Oaks students now, there's a lot to shoot for. The expectation, mm -hmm. the bar is very high. So Definitely. we have a minute left. Drew, uh, I'll let you have the last question, the last comment here for our guest. Well, listen, all I wanted to do just uh, congratulate uh, you, uh, Jane, and the entire Thank staff you. and the whole, uh, you know, community, the students, and, of course, the parents and the and the community at large for this uh, great accomplishment. And uh, sounds like you guys are just all geared up just to, uh, you know, continue this uh, rocket ship, no pun intended, uh, for many years to come. And uh, and thanks for coming on the show. And you know, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to having a, a student come on in the not-too-distant future. How's that sound? I love that idea. I have some kids in mind who would just love the opportunity to talk about what they learn. I think that's oh, terrific. We'll make it happen, right, Kevin? Yeah, we love students. And then just quickly, right before we go, you're a Dodger fan. Uh, you're excited about oh. the year, Mookie Betts. Oh, I'm so excited about this. I can't even tell you. Yeah. <laughs> go <laughs> well, Blue. Thank you so much. much Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you, Drew. Thank you to everybody. That's it. That's where we're, we're all done. California School News Radio in the books for another week. Uh, tremendous program. Uh, thank you uh, to our guests, Jane and Jocelyn Jimenez, and also thank you to Drew Slosberg, Wade Taylor, uh, Paulina Martinez here at BMA Communications, and, of course, Valerie Martinez. We'll be back next week with another edition of California School News Radio. See you then. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. 
raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle. 